Yesterday we finished Genesis chapter 3. Today we roll into chapter 4, which is a chapter famous for its firsts. First birth, first baby, first murder. (laughs) Among the other things uh, that we're going to see here is the example of a father offering uh, really good advice to a son. So I'm going to read an extended portion here of Genesis chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 1 through 8. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and on his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do... But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. So the story, um, right, the origin story, our origin story continues Life uh, outside the garden uh, continues to unfold. And as you've just heard, though it started well, uh, it takes this tragic turn. We have our first birth, our first baby, uh, unified family, and then we have report of this first murder. And to be honest, not many of the seconds that we're going to see are going to be very good. So in response to... Uh, their sin, uh, Adam and Eve uh, fled from God. Uh, Cain is going to do the same. Um, God is going to pursue as he did before. Um, he's going to ask questions and then he's going to issue a second curse. Uh, it's worth noting we will get two lines of people that are, that are developed in, back in Genesis chapter 3. One that is going to be a bloodline that will lead eventually to Jesus and the other is going to be sort of the opposite, and, and it will be evil and bad, and it will be compounding. And the prototype of that, uh, the, the origin of that second bloodline is uh, going to be Cain. So another thing, though, to just recognize that is sort of woven into the fabric here of Genesis chapter 4, and we're going to be here for the rest of this week, uh, is the assumption that we owe honor to God. This is uh, a big idea, and, uh, and we see it even here in verse 1 of chapter 4. Adam uh, made love to his wife, lay with his wife, depending upon your translation, and uh, she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man, or some Hebrew translations would say a man-child. Um, now, if you're reading this in the Hebrew, which I don't do, but if you were reading it in the Hebrew, you would see a play on words here. Uh, the name uh, Cain, Cain, uh, is going to sound very much like another Hebrew word, the one for create, Cainan. Uh, and so you've got this, you know, you've got a pun going on, perhaps, perhaps the very first pun. Um, but 
you've got some optimism about what uh, Adam and Eve are able to do with the help of uh, God. So they, they accomplish this. There's new life. And at least for a while, you can imagine Adam and Eve are happy. And that they would think, I mean, the text would suggest, given that, that the promise made in Genesis 3 is that, you know, Eve is going to give birth. The seed of woman is going to uh, crush evil, is going to defeat evil. It's going to be the rescuer, right? The, so you can imagine that, that they're thinking that, that their son is going, to, um, is going to be the one that is going to fix everything. But that's going to become uh, obvious that that's not the case. So, so you have the birth of um, you have the birth of Cain, and then later you're just you know a, a verse later uh, you're going to have the birth of another son, and uh, his name is going to be Abel. And in Hebrew, the name Abel is uh, it's not a it's not a nice word. It sort of means trivial or fleeting. There's some overtones here, perhaps, uh, that will be unfolding in, in Ecclesiastes. Uh, vanity of vanities, life's a vapor, and fleeting, and all of that. So you can imagine <laughs> something happens between the birth of Cain and the birth of Abel. And uh, perhaps it's that Cain is a really, uh, he's, a, he's a colicky baby, or he's a terror. Uh, whatever, perhaps they lost children in between that. I, I don't know, but um, there's something going on, and we're going to continue to explore this. We're going to see this developing pattern in Genesis 4 that, that the curse, that the fall was real, and that the devastating impact is substantial, and we're going to see how this is going to play out through the rest of Genesis chapters 4 through 11. Uh, which really is, sets up, those chapters set up the idea that we're really broken and we're not going to be able to fix ourselves. So, uh, have a good day.